Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your news update for Wednesday, November 24th. In this one, we're going to talk about some of the drama surrounding Kyle and those that Kyle has discussed. It's causing quite a shit show, and I've got a couple of thoughts on it. I also want to touch on the new military's UFO group. Pretty interesting that they announced yesterday. We'll talk about some of the things concerning that. Also, Ghislaine Maxwell's court case and this fake co-conspirator document that just can't stop getting shared around. I talked about this in my video two days ago. I'm going to talk about it again because people are still sharing this fake co-conspirators list that is not from Ghislaine's court case. It's not even from an active court case or one that was successful. It was from a failed case last year. I'll show it to you again, and then we'll finish up by talking about some mainstream media gaslighting, which, of course, they always do. But since Thanksgiving is coming up tomorrow... They're, of course, working that into the equation and trying to get people to gaslight their family members about conspiracy theories, so we'll take a look at that. All right, a little bit of housekeeping before we start, though. I want to tell you guys about a new episode of the Conspiracy Analytica podcast that I dropped today. This one is with Justin Deschamps. Yes, the founder and creator and owner of the Stillness in the Storm website, stillnessinthestorm.com. I'm a huge fan of his work, have been for like eight years now, and of course, I'm going to bring him on to Conspiracy Analytica with that big giant brain of his, and we talked about mastering discernment and critical thinking. This might be my best episode yet. All of them have been awesome. I've had great feedback on this podcast. You can find the Conspiracy Analytica podcast on Podbean, on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Apple. We'll see how long that lasts. I also have a Rumble channel and BitChute channel associated with it as well. So I'll link a couple ways to find it down below. And you'll love it. You'll love these shows. They're really fun to do. Just recording them instead of filming, having to worry about a camera. We just do audio only and have a good conversation with some people. So uh, go check it out. And also, I urge you to follow me on Instagram as well. I know, I know, Instagram, but... We got to be real. That's where a lot of people are, especially a lot of people that need the information we provide. It's one of the only friggin' accounts I have left on anything big tech. And uh, <laughs> I actually, it's pretty decent for a platform, uh, the user interface and all that. So Telegram and Instagram are the only places I'm on these days. It's the only two really. I have Gab. I use Gab a little bit if you're still on Gab. Uh, but in Instagram, Telegram, and Gab, I guess, are the main ones. So go follow me on any of those, whichever ones you're on. Telegram, I'm the most active. Instagram, number two. Gab, number three. So go check that out. But first, let's talk Hillary Clinton on Rachel Maddow. <laughs> Hillary Clinton was on Maddow, and then Donald Trump was on Sean Hannity last night. So that doesn't sound like any sort of accident. Uh, they're fighting for the narratives, fighting for attention. Of course, Hillary Clinton going on Maddow is. Granted, who really knows how many people listen to Rachel Maddow these days. And lo and behold, uh, this was the same day that Rachel Maddow, yeah, you guys might have saw or listened to my interview with Patel Patriot yesterday. We talked about how Rachel Maddow tweeted a hit piece against Patel Patriot on her Twitter account, straight up. Like, you can see what Rachel Maddow's nervous about. That's why she's always having that cackle, that fake cackle and breaking down anytime she has to talk about conspiracy theorists or QAnon or election fraud theorists on her show. It's great. And she had Hillary on last night. Number one, look at Hillary. She just looks 
wrecked. She's almost looking like George Soros these days. <laughs> Look at those eye bags. Oh, they're they're drooping like Soros's almost more. She's just wrecked looking. And what she was talking about, she straight up said that Americans are gullible. They don't appreciate Biden's accomplishments. What accomplishments? My God. And of course, she says the most, uh, the real vulnerability in the electorate is to disinformation. That's why she's looking so wrecked. She's nervous about all this disinformation, aka the truths that people are figuring out. With the help of social media, with the help of citizen journalists like myself and others, we're trying to get the truth out, and that's why all of these cabal folk are nervous about us. Then we had Trump on Hannity, and Trump looking much better, much better than Hillary Clinton does. (laughs) Yeah, He's one of the only people who's been in the presidency at least four years who looks almost better, right? Remember Obama? Obama, after eight years of presidency, all the gray hairs on his head, he was just looking wrecked. Hillary Clinton didn't even get the presidency. Maybe that's why she's looking so wrecked, because she's stressed that she didn't get in. Trump looking better. Maybe it's because he's been having a vacation in Mar-a-Lago for the past few months. But he was talking about uh, a lot of things, actually, on Hannity's show. He was on there almost for the full hour. He was slamming the prosecutorial misconduct in Kyle Rittenhouse's case. And Kyle Rittenhouse actually was at Mar-a-Lago yesterday. They uh, They took a picture together. So Trump was giving him some backup, talking about a lot of other things as well. And then speaking of Kyle's case, uh, we'll discuss some of the drama surrounding it in a minute. First, I want to discuss some of these uh, reactions to Kyle's case from corporate America. Yes, corporate America. We're starting from Best Buy first. So apparently Best Buy sent out a notice to all of their employees yesterday offering counseling services after Kyle's verdict, counseling services, mental health resources, including counseling services and free confidential 24-hour hotline for anybody who, who needs to reflect on this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's challenging and deeply hurtful, Kyle Rittenhouse's trial. Holy shit. Oh, my God. This is, this is insane. <laughs> Can't even. And then we also have Salvation Army, too putting out a statement, this one, demanding donors apologize for their whiteness. Yes, literally, demanding owners apologize for their whiteness. Do they have, oh, I don't think they have a screenshot of this particular uh, statement in this post-millennial article, but yes, they literally told their white followers they're racist and they have to apologize for that whiteness, for that racism that they inherently have just because their skin color is white, which is contradictingly, which is ironically racist in and of itself to tell people just because they're white, they're racist. What? What? What kind of what kind of clown world, backwards world do we live in? I don't know. Not going to donate to Salvation Army, and I will not buy any more electronics at Best Buy. That is pathetic. Okay, let's get into some of this Kyle Rittenhouse drama, things he's been saying over the last few days, talking about Linwood, talking about John Pierce, his old lawyers, also bringing up QAnon and different things like that. So I'm sure you've heard and seen the statements he made on Tucker Carlson's show. He also did another interview, I think last night, on a different channel. I don't know which one this exactly was, but uh, he talked about Linwood again, said one of the reasons why he distanced himself from Linwood is because of Linwood's 
support for QAnon and election fraud conspiracy theories. Colin Linwood insane. Colin Linwood crazy. Now, uh, when it comes to Kyle Rittenhouse, I don't doubt that he's had some coaching and is being being given some talking points by his lawyers or PR people or whatever. Of course he is. He's an 18-year-old going on these nationally syndicated talk shows, so of course he's going to be given some talking points. And his his narratives that Kyle's putting out, I'm not bothered by them because it appears like he's trying to distance himself from anything that's painted as extremist by the media to help Kyle with any potential defamation cases he's going to bring against the media in the future. So he's distancing himself from Lynn, from from the Q stuff, from election fraud stuff, from the Proud Boys, from you know a lot of different things. Here was another thing he said about John Pierce, one of his lo- old lawyers as well, saying John Pierce set him up to pose with Proud Boys, and he had no idea that the OK sign is associated with white supremacy. So Kyle's putting out a lot of these narratives to probably set himself up for the cases he's going to bring out in the future, all right? And Kyle is young. He probably has no idea what the heck Q is about, yada, yada. Granted, on the other hand, um, yeah, some of the Lynn stuff Lynn Wood is saying about Q is is pretty crazy. It it's clearly looks like he's pandering, Lynn Wood is. Remember those air cues on the stage at Clay Clark's event earlier this year? Like, come on, man. Where were you at for the last four years, Linwood? Then you're going to come out at the end of 2020 from almost nowhere and start doing the Q stuff and pandering and all that? Come on now. So on one hand, Kyle, he's young. He is probably given some talking points. Um, and he's got his own perspective on things, right? That doesn't mean let's all go bash Linwood and and bash all them and take Kyle's side just because Kyle's popular or in the news now, whatever the case. But on the other hand, you know, my problem with Lynn Wood and all that, i it's not about the Kyle thing. I really, uh, I just see what both sides are putting out, and I'm like, of course both sides are going to put out the narratives that benefit them, right? So people are like, oh, you got to wait for both sides of the situation before you make a judgment. Well, shit. Each side's just going to give you their narrative that they want out. So <laughs> we need more than just both sides. My problem with Lynn Wood stems from just like the virtue signaling, right? H- hiding behind the religion. And also, he preaches discernment all the time. Meanwhile, if you see some of the things Lynn Wood has posted on his social media account over the last year, and uh, some of the just straight up frauds and con artists that Lynn Wood has promoted on his Telegram channel. It's like, you can't, you can't preach to us about discernment when you're going <laughs> to... Let's go down the list of people Linwood has promoted. Just just very questionable people Linwood has promoted on his Telegram channel. Phil Godlewski, that Ghost Ezra account, the Nancy Drew account, uh, Tori Says, the Kim Shady account, Scott McKay. Linwood posted Simon Park Park's videos earlier this year. Linwood posted a Charles Ward video earlier this year. Linwood did the no planes thing, right? Kind of suggested that. You had the pandering to Q thing. You had the, oh, I mean, Lynn Wood, I even listened to an interview he did about Nazara. Yeah, he, he didn't say Nazara was real, but he didn't really know anything about it or debunk it or anything like that. Also, how about an article Lynn Wood posted at the end of last year claiming the Pope got arrested? Yeah, oh, how about his highly questionable whistleblower? And the, oh, we have to get Mike Pence in front of a firing squad, Mr. Lynn Wood saying those things. It's just, 
not a lot of people know how much weird stuff Linwood has posted and promoted this year. So that's my problem with him, okay? Which I feel like I definitely should have a problem with. When it comes to the Kyle stuff, I don't know. But all this tribalism bullshit. And then we have Team Linwood, Jaron Jackson, Team Team Professor Clements, right? Now they're going after Sidney Powell. Or at least Linwood is, and it looks like Professor Clements in too is to seriously go to Linwood and Professor Clement's Telegram channels. Go to them. See what they've been posting the past 48 hours. It really looks like they're going after Sidney Powell and Flynn in these really kind of underhanded ways. They're like, it's tough to get direct statements from them. Probably, you know, they're probably doing that by design. But it's it's just so weird, right? It's very weird. It, it looks like coordinated division. And then here comes the projection. If, if me or anybody else on Telegram dares question Stu Peters or Lynn Wood or any of this group, we're the assholes. We're the dividers. We're the controlled opposition. We're the Mockingbird media. It's this insane projection and this cult-like fervor that surrounds Stu Peters and Lynn Wood and Jackson and Clements. And then they're the ones kind of doing this division shit, right? Let's not talk about the the Marjorie Taylor Greene attacks, the Mark Meadows attacks, the Rick Grinnell attacks, the Vernon Jones attacks. Now they're going after Flynn and Flynn and Sidney Powell. It's like, and where the fuck did all these guys come from? They came out of nowhere at the end of last year, just within the last 12 months. And they, they claim they came out of nowhere because they wanted to fight election fraud, which, but I'm like, okay, maybe that's an excuse for them to get activated, to start doing shit that their handlers say. I don't know, but hot damn, guys. You have to question everything. You have to not get emotionally attached to these famous faces in the truth movement, and you got to make them freaking prove themselves. Don't blindly give your trust into anybody, even me. Make sure they bring receipts. Make sure they bring evidence for what they claim, and they're not just virtue signaling you with some bullshit narratives, right? I do my best to prove to you you can trust me. I've been doing this for five years. I've been bringing as many receipts and as many good logical reasons with what I say and claim and my opinions as I can. So yeah, I ain't no deep state infiltrator. I'm not a mockingbird propagandist. I don't, I'm not paid to put any narratives out there or say what I say. I'm just, I'm doing it because that's how I feel. And I'm an opinionated, outspoken person. That's it. I'm not saying I'm always right, but I try as damned, damned as I can to make my opinions worthy. So anyway, weird stuff going on with some of these characters and weird behaviors, right? Question it. Question everything. Question yourself, too, <laughs> and question me. So there's some some words of mine about thoughts on Linwood, thoughts on all this drama. It's freaking weird. But uh, on one hand, real quick, and then we'll move on. We'll talk about UFOs next. Don't, don't complain about the drama. The world's dramatic. Deal with the drama. We need the drama. We need to we need to shake some shit up and figure out who's real and who's not, what's real and what's not. And to do that is going to require some drama. So just don't get upset. Don't get upset when this person who you thought was great turns out to not be so great. That's your fault then. That's your fault for placing the false expectations on them. Don't get mad at the the movement or get mad at other people or anything like that, right? Hone your own discernment. You got to you got to you know, be careful with your own emotions and feelings then you won't get let down so that's that let's move on to this ufo office so yesterday the pentagon announced that they're setting up a a ufo task force 
I've actually recorded a video on it. I'm going to be uploading here in an hour or two. It'll be out before this video. So go check that out. I do a deeper dive into all this. But basically, it's interesting. This, this is a mouthful. This is what they're calling it. The Airborne Object Identification and Management Synchronization Group. <gasps> the AOIMSIG. No, no fun acronym to make out of that one. But anyway, the DOD is rolling out this new group that they're saying is going to find and identify UFOs in restricted airspace. Here's the thing. Kirsten Gillibrand, about five, six days ago, announced that she is trying to create a new UAP office. This is a separate initiative. So it looks like the military is almost fighting for control away from Congress and away from these political puppets for their own kind of UFO reporting office. Now, are they battling for narratives, battling for disclosure? And who are we going to trust? I definitely wouldn't trust Congress and these Democrats and Kirsten Gillibrand. But are we to trust the military right now? On one hand, I would trust the military over Congress right now. But on the other hand, we definitely know a bureaucracy is there within the military. Um, so would I trust the military? Maybe, maybe not. We'll keep eyes on this. But no doubt how the media, how the mainstream media has been using disclosure over the last four years is in this this watered-down, limited hangout fashion. Uh, they are setting up their gatekeepers. We got the gatekeepers of disclosure being rolled out all over the media. Jeremy Corbell, <coughs> Lou Elizondo, <coughs> Chris Mellon, <coughs> gatekeepers, uh, and many, many more too, especially within ufology, many more gatekeepers. But also, distractions, man. No doubt. They're looking for distractions for so many things right now. So let's get into some of those distractions. Number one, how about the election fraud? All sorts of info coming out about that. More legitimate info than we were getting four, five, six months ago. Right here, Mike Lindell's SCOTUS complaint, his Supreme Court complaint. Uh, you can read it, download it, look at it. Here's a uh, PDF of it on this Telegram channel, at Election Evidence. They posted this PDF of Lindell Scotus' complaint. So uh, I'm going to take this a whole lot more seriously than his cyber symposium. I think Lindell is going to be bringing some more heat with this one than he did in the past. And then we also have in Wisconsin here, the Racine, if I'm getting that right. Um, you guys know I'm terrible with my pronunciations. Uh, I read more than I listen to stuff, so... My pronunciations of stuff of things can be off sometimes. Anyway, Racine County Sheriff files criminal charges against five of six members of Wisconsin's Elections Commission. First material charges country ride related to the 2020 election theft. Wow. Here we go, folks. First charges coming out. Let's hope that snowball cascades, that avalanche goes faster. But there we go. Election fraud info. We also got, what else are they trying to distract us from? Ghislaine's court case. Woo-wee. Here we go. Ghislaine is fighting. Ghislaine Maxwell is fighting to prevent jurors from seeing a copy of Jeffrey Epstein's Little Black Book at a criminal trial. And this is in addition to what we were discussing the other day. Ghislaine Maxwell's family appealing to the UN to get her free. Big surprise, the UN is filled with pedophiles, right? <laughs> Bunch of people who would be sympathetic to Ghislaine's cause. And uh, number two, Ghislaine's defense is trying to bring in false memory experts, probably to gaslight the jury to make them think that, oh, Ghislaine and Epstein's purported allegers have false memories implanted, all this sort of stuff. So 
A lot of bombs coming out about Guy Lane's court case. Here's one that is fake, though, okay? Gotta reiterate this. Um, there is this, this list going around right here. Right here, guys. This is fake. This is not recent. This is from a failed court case last year. Um, it was opened in August. This court case was closed in September of 2020, over a year ago. Yet this list is going around. People are thinking it's the co-conspirator list with Ghislaine Maxwell because her name's on it. But this is from that failed court case that I just mentioned. Failed court case. But people are still sharing articles like this one here. Epstein's Madam Maxwell's biggest or Maxwell's trial begins with a bombshell. Names get named. No names got named. And even worse, Stephen Frickin' Crowder, 5 million view, 5 million subscribers on YouTube posted a short YouTube video yesterday. It was a minute long. He's going over this list, as you can see right here. Frickin' Steven Crowder, 5 million subs, huge research team behind him, all the money to hire researchers, can't get his shit together about this list. He still falls for it. And this video's been up for 24 hours, hasn't retracted it, hasn't said anything about it. Like, come on. Little old me over here, by myself, no research team, aside from... You awesome humans that send me tips in my comments and emails and whatnot. Other than that, I don't have thousands of dollars to pay a research team with. I do it all myself. I edit these videos myself. Upload them myself. I can tell that this is fake. Come on. Get your shit together, guys. This is what makes us look all like idiots. And especially when we have truth journalists, truth influencers, who want to hop into the movement, create their brands, get a following. Meanwhile... They're just totally irresponsible, and their discernment blows. And yet, they're doing really what they're doing for money and clicks. Money and clicks over creating actually substantial, valuable content with good discernment. Uh, it's, it's, it's awful, right? It's totally awful. And it pisses me off, too. It does piss me off because I'm working my balls off over here, and I know a lot of other people who are working their balls off to educate folks. Meanwhile, they don't put the clickbait out like, I don't put the clickbait out, so I don't get maybe as many as views as some others do who put this kind of clickbait out, but they're the ones that get the freaking attention, right? And the support of people, and people like throw their money at them when their their content is second rate. So I don't know. Let me just get that off my chest to you guys. And I appreciate your support. If you want to support the work I do, I very much appreciate that because I work my balls off to get you the actual facts. So, you know. Your support is crucial to help me keep going. Uh, anyway, onward from this, let's discuss... Uh, oh, here is a good Twitter account I want to suggest to you guys. It's at Tracker Trial. At Tracker Trial. Uh, they are now covering Ghislaine Maxwell's court case. So this Twitter account is solely devoted to news about Ghislaine Maxwell's court case. I would highly suggest it. Uh, I'm going to be uh, following this on the Twitter account I don't have. No, I'm not on a band evading Twitter account. No, not me. <laughs> I don't post on it. I just use it to research. So good luck finding it. But, uh, oh, there's the there's the at there in the bottom left. All right, now you know it, I guess. So, <laughs> oops. Uh, yeah, go follow that Twitter account. It'll be a, a good resource to hopefully put out the truth about this. Ghislaine trial. Hopefully they didn't put out this fake list. Uh, oh, they did post the fake list, but they asked who knows the context behind this document. I do. I do. 
I do. It has been dismissed. Not not recent. Okay. Uh, also, Joe Biden's failures is one thing the deep state wants to distract us from. And it looks like they might have another batter on deck that they want to slide into the White House. Politico reported this article today. The Buttigieg presidential buzz has penetrated the White House. Um, pro tip Politico, when you're talking about Buttigieg, I would probably not use the word penetrating in the title. <laughs> ah, Buttigieg penetrating more than just the White House. Let's be real. Um, so, yeah, not only do they want to replace Kamala, I'm sure, but they want to replace good old Joe, and there's plenty of batters on deck they're probably trying to replace with it. I mean, maybe that's why Hillary Clinton was on Mad Cow last night. Who knows? We'll see if they want to replace old Joe with Hillary or Buttigieg or any of them. That'd be hell of a hell of a shit show if they tried to do that. Another shit show is our economy. Joe Biden releasing the oil from the reserves, the strategic oil reserves, in coordination with other countries to lower gas prices. This is such a freaking mess. So the strategic oil reserves of this nation are exactly for that, strategic reasons. As in, we got into a war and we need to keep our fighters in the air and our ships going. So that's what our strategic oil reserves are for. Not for when Joe Biden can't get his shit together and needs to open them up because we're all paying $5 a gallon for gas now. And once these oil reserves are depleted, and then, of course, our oil sourcing is outsourced to other countries, oh, Joe Biden will say, man, we just can't create enough oil or natural gas for our country. Guess we're going to have to get everything on renewable energy now. Everything's going to have to go electric. That's going to be their excuse. And then guess what? All of our renewable energy technologies, most of them are requiring China to complete, especially the batteries, the cobalt and the lithium mining and all those resources for the batteries in electric vehicles and these other renewable energy uh, industries. We need China for it. China basically owns us. So look at that. My God. It's all planned. It's all by design. You see? You friggin' see? This is what some people asked for because they were brainwashed by the media into the orange man bad mindset. Well, they're getting what they frickin' asked for. They didn't even know they asked for it, but guess what? They're getting it. They better regret it by now. And then uh, Biden's mandates, too. We've got two and a half million truckers saying they'll quit over the vaccine mandate. And the whole industry, the president of the American Trucking Association was warning Biden, if you dare try to do this, you're just going to screw up the supply chain, screw up the economy even more. So the trucking in the airline industry is two that don't want to deal with this mandate. Most pilots, most truckers are vehemently against it. But there you go. That's, that's Joe Biden for you. Not even Biden. Obviously, it's the cabal handlers over Biden. But it's trying to destroy everything. Trying to destroy everything. We're at the precipice, guys. If this ain't the precipice, I don't know what is. And now Bidenflation. We're speaking of the prices of everything going up. Mainstream media, these psychopaths are trying to justify it. NBC reporter tells Biden, tells viewers, NBC reporter tells viewers to combat Bidenflation this Thanksgiving. 
by ditching the turkey and charging guests. Straight up, look at that. On screen, one of their tips, consider not buying a turkey. <laughs> These people are sick in the head. They how can they how can they sleep at night? How can they put on a straight face and get in front of their cameras and say this shit? My god. And then a CBS viewer, a CBS viewer is telling viewers to have appetizers in the garage while guests take rapid COVID tests before Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, you got y'all got to be vaccinated. Y'all got to keep your masks on while you're eating and take your take your COVID tests in the garage so you can hang out with your family members in peace. And this was a psychologist, a psychologist, I believe, saying this. Yes. How how is it that psychologists are some of the most psychotic people that we're dealing with. <laughs> they, they can often be. Psychologists are some of the craziest freaking people. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. And the gaslighting does not end. Here we have Slate.com. Because Thanksgiving is tomorrow. This happens every holiday, pretty much. Every single holiday, the media will put out these gaslighting articles trying to get you to disassociate from your conspiracy relatives. Uh, how to talk to QAnon loved ones this Thanksgiving. Wow. They needed three people to write this article. Beth, Millie, and Brendan. Good job, guys. I'm sure that was a that was a tough one. They claimed to talk to a former Q believer. Her name, they call her Alice in this article. They talked to Alice, and Alice is a former QAnon believer. Bullshit. They just made that up. Bullshit. Oh, Dot. Dot is another former Anon they met in Florida, right? Bullshit. These people are just totally made up. I guarantee you they're not former Anons, but oh, they're talking about the difficult relationships they're in with their crazy conspiracy family members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. And then it gets even better. It gets better because look at this. This was a newsletter put out by Molly Jong of The Atlantic today. Molly Jong, she's got a million followers on Twitter. This bitch is crazy. She is crazy. She writes for The Atlantic, which The Atlantic is another garbage outlet. But this was her headline in the newsletter today. Deprogram your relatives this Thanksgiving. Maybe you'll change a heart or a mind. Or not. Either way, it's something to do besides just eat. That was the title. That was not the original title. She actually changed it. This was the original title. I got a screenshot. The internet is forever. Check out this. So originally it said, deprogram your relatives this Thanksgiving. Maybe you'll change a heart or a mind, or maybe you'll need to report a relative to the FBI. That was the original subtitle. She changed it from, maybe you'll change a heart or a mind, or not. Either way, it's something to do besides eat. She changed it from, or maybe you'll need to report a relative to the FBI. Oh, oh my God, these people are sick in the head. And the thing is, when they get caught, when they get caught, they backtrack and then they change, you know, then they do shit like that. This, this is hilarious. I love, I absolutely love when the mainstream media gets caught for a crazy headline and then they got to backtrack. And I don't think Molly John has said shit about it. I don't think she said anything. She just quietly changed it. Because she knew, she knew she was going to get a lot of blowback for that, and she did. 
these media people, man, they're just, they're the main, I mean, they're the main brainwashers in the public. We've got our education institutions too, the schools and the universities. But once people leave the schools and leave the universities, then they go out in the real world and then all they see is media. Then the media gets them. And that's why it's so important. That's why you've got dozens and dozens of dozens of controlled platforms all across the political spectrum from right wing to left wing to libertarian to science journals to medical journals no matter what it is i mean you've got so much deep state controlled media with freaking cia assets planted all over the freaking place in this media again left wing right wing science journals no matter what it is and they are lying their freaking faces off to us they're trying to divide all of us over race trying to divide us over religion trying to brainwash us about science or brainwash us about religion or whatever it is. It's just, it's, it's crazy. And that's why we need to get off of the mainstream media, find the citizen journalists, the independent reporters who are much more honest, find them on social media and learn from them. But you got to be mindful. There's a lot of infiltrators in the truth movement. There's a lot of well, there there probably are, there definitely are, CIA assets, deep state assets planted all over the truth movement on social media. So you got to watch out for them. And then you have to watch out for the people who are just opportunists. They're not CIA assets. They're not straight up deep state shills, but they're just grifty ass opportunists who are spouting off clickbait or whatever the heck sounds good for money and fame. And they don't really care about the truth. Find the people who care about the truth, find people who care about getting things right, who have good discernment, and follow them. You can also follow people who are shills and follow people who have shit discernment, right? I follow plenty of people who I know are shills and I highly question because sometimes they can have good good details, right? Good scoops. And sometimes you got to see what the enemy is saying. You got to see what the shills are saying just to understand what narratives they're putting out there so you can combat them. So I'm not telling you not to follow people. I'm just telling you to use discernment and to you know find the people who have good discernment to follow and support. Be careful who you follow. Be careful what you believe from who you follow. And when you do find those good people, support them. Support the truth journalists, the independent citizen journalists out there because I don't get any big paychecks from fancy corporations. I don't get any checks from three-letter agencies. I got to do this on my by myself with grassroots support. So I appreciate the support you guys want to give. And I do want to plug, lastly, before I go, my jordansather.tv website. You can sign up for just five bucks a month and you can watch all of my videos ad-free on this website. And I also put all of my Conspiracy Analytica podcasts on there. I put, uh, I have exclusive Zoom calls I have on here too. And you get some other perks like a, uh, access to a VIP Telegram chat. So you can watch all my videos, ad-free. You get some perks. You support me for five bucks a month, all on jordansather.tv. I very much appreciate you guys who are supporting me. Even if you're just watching this video, please give it a thumbs up, share it around, subscribe to this channel, BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, uh, Gab TV, And you can listen to my podcasts, these as podcasts. You can find them on Podbean. And I think you can find... My uh, news updates, you can find these on Apple Podcasts now. If you search 
The Jordan Sather Show. You can listen to these on Apple Podcasts. One last thing. One last thing. You can also find an app for jordansather.tv on Apple and on Roku. If you search Destroying the Illusion, you can find jordansather.tv on Roku and Apple and uh, sign up for five bucks a month there. So there you go. Enough stuff to plug at the end. And one more thank you to you guys for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. I will see you guys in the next video probably in a couple of days. So uh, stay safe, stay awake, stay aware, stay sane out there, everybody. I think we're we're at the finish line. We're nearing the end here. But uh, remember, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. This whole, this whole fight we're in is not going to happen overnight. It's not even going to take one or two years. It's going to take multiple years to get this shit taken care of. Waking up is a never-ending journey. It's a never-ending journey. Keep at it, guys. See you next time.